Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's a- All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back. I'm Ryan Recker filling in for Annie Fry. Having some fun the first hour. I'm sure we'll have fun the next couple. If you want to find me on Facebook, you want to reach out Ryan Recker Radio on there. There was a story in The Hill, but I think it originated in Vanity Fair, where the great political mind Monica Lewinsky is calling for constitutional bans (laughs) on presidential self-pardons. And I was drawn to this article because, oh, okay, you know, when I when Monica Lewinsky talks, you have to listen. I mean, when it comes to some of the brightest political minds of our time, I immediately think of Monica Lewinsky. So we uh, see the thing. She doesn't mention Donald Trump specifically, but essentially says, well, maybe it's a bad idea for presidents to be able to self pardon themselves and then give some reasons for it. But either way. It made me wonder, like, okay, it would be kind of weird for a president to self-pardon themselves. And obviously, the only reason she's writing this is because of Donald Trump and the idea that if he was reelected, being the front runner of this election, according to a lot of different polls, then, you know, he could hypothetically do that and make all of his legal troubles go away. That's on the federal level, maybe not the state level, but on the federal level, he has that power to do so. So not every one of his worries would go away, but some of them would. Um, Do you think it's a bad idea to have presidential self-pardons or do you think that it's really kind of a mute point? They're only trying to target Trump because of this. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that could backfire very easily if you're just doing it to go after Trump, because Mm -hmm. somebody like Biden could very (laughs) easily, just as easily, in fact, uh, end up in a prison for all the things that they've done Um, or his son. 
or his son. Well, I mean, it seems like it would have to be, would be self. The only reason you're going after the son is because you think that he's used the dad for mm-hmm. for uh, political influence and for personal influence. Um, but I think it, to your question, though, um, yeah, I do think it's it's a bad idea to have a president able to pardon himself. It's never been done before, and the argument against it is that well, they're they're going to be impeached, and they'll lose that position if it's that bad anyway. But there really are no legal ramifications for a president doing something illegal because they always could just pardon themselves. Um, they're political consequences, but not legal. I think um, it would be. There's a couple of different ways to look at this, and if you want to specifically talk about Donald Trump, one, you can argue that he has been unfairly targeted, meaning that he has been the target by a lot of different people, politically speaking, and some of his legal troubles have been brought up specifically to try to deter him from becoming president again, meaning that we're going to tie him up in the courts, making it much harder for him to actually campaign. Um, That could be a valid argument. So People may be saying that if you have this mechanism in place that allows you to target a political opponent, um, then maybe the self-pardon doesn't look as bad. Because if it's because of a political hatred towards someone else, then it would be justified to make some of these things go away. The other way to look at it is, is that too much power for someone to absolve themselves of legal troubles, meaning be able to just justify that you cannot take any legal remedy against me because I'm the president of the United States. Is that too much power? I don't know. Um, I got to say, I I, I tend to see there's a little bit of both of those going on when you talk about a Donald Trump. But we need to just really back up and say that it's not just a Donald Trump issue. I think that the abuse of power by any politician is a problem. And it's not just Donald Trump. It's probably every single politician and even the ones we like abuse their power in some way. And it makes it a little bit harder to say that we're going to wipe something off the book because of the fear that one person may use it when really you're, you're basically trying to argue at this point, a complete overhaul of power in Congress, which I don't think they're capable of doing. It's hard to say because ultimately when somebody goes after a president whether they're sitting president or a candidate, it's because of politics. So it, it really, it's almost as if the legal part doesn't matter. They don't really care about that person going to jail unless going to jail mm-hmm. affects the political parties. Mm-hmm. That So it's, hmm. it's, it's kind of like a, it's almost an afterthought whether they could pardon themselves because by the time it got there, the political damage was really the goal and then did it succeed? Well, then that's all that matters. Yep. Um, there was a, uh, something you brought up last hour, Ryan Wiggins, that I've been just dying to hear. How did you fall for a scam? You said you were Black Friday shopping and I've been thinking about this the past hour. When is he going to bring it up? How did you fall for a Black Friday scam? Okay. I'll tell the short version because I was planning on doing a Wiggins America tomorrow on this. Um, assuming Annie was back okay. because she's gotten on. I've fallen for a scam before, and she's called me out on it. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, well, I'll just give her that opportunity, get it out on the table, and then tell uh. about this one. So I'll tell you the short version, that is that somebody made a fake website that looked exactly like a real one and a, a really well-known one. It, it wasn't Target, but let's say it was Target.com. You go there, you see what it looks like. It's going to look like Target. They're going to have the red mm-hmm. uh, you know, symbol everywhere. Bullseye. They're be red yeah. everywhere, yeah. And so somebody did that with a different website and it would have been like 
Target, but with one letter change or something. It's where you don't really notice. Yeah. And you, I clicked through a Facebook ad for that company Ryan. because it looked. Ooh. I mean, on Facebook it, again, you're yeah. not just on the dark web. Right. It looks like an official ad. You click right. on it, and it said Black Friday sale. Man. And it has the the official ad and everything. They copied all of it, created a full fake website, and I bought through that website oh, no. after, and then figured it out after I had purchased that something seemed fishy about it, even though it all looked official. Went back and checked the receipt that I got through my email. Yeah. It was not from that company. It was oh, from a different yeah. company. And then I got real suspicious, and I checked, and they had already made one of those $1 purchases at yeah. a gas station yeah. to, oh, to no. test it. So I had to call my uh, my Discover card, and they're really good, actually. Discover yeah. card is one of the best. And I called them, and I said, hey, look, here's exactly what's happening. They're like, <laughs> got it. We're taking the charges off right now. We're shutting it all down. Yeah. And they did, so nothing else happened because I caught it immediately. That That oh, is wow. one of the reasons I really, like, I, I am skeptical of debit cards, but I would rather use a credit card because a credit card company will protect their money a lot faster than they'll protect your money. So, right. like, if they get your number, like, if you go onto Facebook and you enter your card number into a scam, at least they didn't get into your bank account. They got your credit card number, and your credit card company is all over that, and they can stop that a lot faster. They don't Yikes. Out. Okay. I um, That's so funny you say that because we were running stories up here in Detroit from the Michigan Retailers Association that said to find the best Black Friday deals, find them on social media. Mm-mm. You would think that the Facebooks or whatever the world would be able to filter out these scams these ads that direct you to something that looks official but really isn't but they don't catch them all the time and, and i think very they easily, have less people working on thanksgiving than they normally would i mean just by nature of it being yeah. a holiday you probably have less people monitoring that stuff than you normally would and so it's easier to get those things by because most of that there's not a person actually looking at it they just post an ad and it's an algorithm looks at it to see if it's a real link or whatever and this was i mean it was all a real in the sense that it existed was yeah. real but it was all of a fabrication and the the amount of detail that these people went into if you bought a certain number of items and got your price over $40 you got a free item and it was like mm-hmm. a little piece of luggage or something, a little bag. And so I'm like, oh, I got over the thing. And then I'm going to select my free item. And I'd select a certain color. And they say, oh, we're out of that color, but you can try this color. Like the detail they had <laughs> to go into to make this scam was amazing. And they continue to send me receipts saying that they're going to send it to me. And I'm like, there's no way that this was real. And I canceled the payment anyway. Yeah. So they would have to know wow. that. And so I'm guessing that they they they're still fishing to get me to click on things. That's right. the only thing I can picture. But it's still I think it still exists. So I'm like, man, maybe I should report this, but I don't even know who to report it to. I'll just say it on the radio well, and somebody can hear it. That's the thing. You can go back and see the ads that were shown to you on Facebook and report those if you really wanted to. They have a link uh, or an actual they itemize the different ads that you've encountered. So there's a possibility you can go back and report it, uh, maybe save someone else the trouble. I did do I know that. Ryan Wiggins, you're not 80 years old, but you could save the next 80-year-old from falling for the yeah, same I know. Uh, and I did that you fell for. I did report it on Facebook because I still okay, had the good. ad up after I had purchased everything. But I don't know how to report a scam like mm-hmm. to the authorities. I, Facebook will oh, yeah. probably deal with it. All right, but, so what'd you buy? Uh, allegedly, what were you going to buy? I was going to buy a mini fridge 
and a little hand vacuum. And it was basically just a bunch of sale stuff that I'm like, well, I can use that. Click. I can use that. Click. It wasn't anything that I was looking for in particular. It was just a bunch of household kind of stuff that I thought would be nice, especially for the prices they were offering. I'm like, yeah, I I could use that for 90% off. Sure. Black Friday, 90%. 90% off. And it didn't like occur to you that maybe this was. Well, I, I assume I assumed yeah. exactly like when we were talking about in the last segment that it was, oh, normally it's $1,500 and today it's 90% off. So it's like barely below what you would actually pay. Yeah, but even at that, like when you look at those Black Friday sales, they're like 40 to 30% yeah. off or something like that. Not well, 90. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a crazy deal, but I there was no reason to not trust the website because it looked that official. You'd you'd have to read the URL very very deep, like look at it specifically to say, oh, that's not exactly right. Right. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you something I did over the weekend that really made me feel like a dad? This I've done a lot of dad things. <laughs> you first, and I, then I'll tell you one too. <laughs> I I definitely feel like my back hurts. There's a lot of things that make me feel like I'm old, and I, I I've really made it. Now I do pretty much all my home repairs. I do my car repairs. You know, there's a lot of things I do that you would look at and say, that's a dad thing to do. But I did something this weekend that really made me feel super dad. So we get a lot of power outages where I live. And to counteract that, a lot of people buy generators. So we purchased an generator, 5,000 watt. Uh, It's like 6,500 or 6,200 peak watt outage. Uh, So it could cover a lot inside the house. we Got the electrician out. We put the junction box in, and the electrician says, okay, now next what you have to do is go room by room. Calculate how much electricity you use in each room so you know you're not overloading the generator. Sometimes you just don't turn the breakers on, so you just don't power that thing. Like, for example, I don't need the garbage disposal for a day. Okay, we're not allowed to put on the AC. We're not allowed to use certain things that are like the oven. We have an electric oven. takes too much energy up. So calculate it. Make sure you're not overloading the generator so that night – I went to the kitchen table, and it was like a 1970s dad calculating their taxes. I had all kinds of data and paper around me, and I'm calculating room by room how much electricity we use, getting angry because we have the lights on in those rooms when no one's in it, <laughs> getting angry based on things we have plugged in that's just drawing electricity and doing nothing. And then all of a sudden I thought, this is like official dad business here, going around yelling at the kids for leaving lights on, thinking that, if we were in this scenario and they left these on, we might be overloading the generator. So then I had to have the talk with the kids. What are you doing with this light on? Why is this going? You're not even in this room. Why is this? A-? And then I realized that was one of the most official dad moments I've ever had. Yeah, that is. Pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not going to defend you. That That is a dad move. It's like and in that fact, commercial. That, that, that <laughs> almost is like a, a traditional dad move. I don't know that I've ever actually yelled at my kids for leaving the lights on. I tell them to turn them off, but I don't. I don't go around after them anymore. Have I, you been yelled at for leaving the lights on? Oh, now? I have. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Like, what do you got these lights on for? It's like I'm building Legos. <laughs> Flip. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other classic one was, what, are you leaving the door open? You're going to cool the whole neighborhood? Yeah. Where do you live? That's in right. a barn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You live in a barn. Yeah. Have you Tell done that one yet, Record, where you yelled at your kids time. for leaving the door open? You're heating the whole neighborhood? Too much. It's so cold up here right now. We had our first snow over the weekend, and we're about to walk out the front door. We walked to school, and, you know, my kid's got putting on the boots, you know, putting on the winter jacket, and he's got the front door open. I'm like, what are you doing with the front door open? 
trying to heat the neighborhood. Yeah, I pulled that line on him. <laughs> I hope you did. That's that's very that's that's 20, 30 well, years ago. I don't hear like, it as much anymore. Were you aware of it when you were saying it too? Like like as you're saying, you're like, I'm becoming my father. I well, it's out of necessity at this point. You know, I'm trying not to blow this new generator I just spent all this money on. <laughs> right. Like, even though we're not running the generator and it's not hooked up right now, but if we did, we need to be prepared. Like, I need to put this in the back of their minds that they they have a super luxury item here. When everyone else's power's off, we're gonna at least be able to live pretty much normal because of this thing. Don't you ruin a good thing. <laughs> I'm not, better fix I'm not right gonna now. lie. I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous of that. Yeah, me too. That's one of those things I've wanted to put on my home as well. Oh, it's I can, you know the first day we use it, it'll be worth it. The cost will all be justified. Ryan's first sitting day. around waiting for the power to go out in the neighborhood. He's like, come on, come on, come on, guys, it's storm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My face when the power goes out. Oh, it's game time. You know. Yeah. Know exactly what to do. You got to feel like the first time this happens, you are going to feel like you should just wear a robe and a, and a <laughs> crown, <laughs> crown and walk around the house being like, what did I tell you? What did I yeah. tell you? I'm going to wear the robe. I'll have a coffee mug and I'll open up the front window with all our lights on. And no, I'm going to put my window. foot up on that windowsill. Nope. The blinds you, are the you'll window. Heat the, yeah. I was going to say you'll heat the just whole the neighborhood. Just the blinds. And then I'll put my foot up on the windowsill with my little fluffy slipper, and I'm just going to sip my coffee, looking at all the other neighbors with their dark houses, That's and an alpha let them dad look at right me, there. king of the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it happens during Christmas, and you still light up all your lights and everything. Show <laughs> them all. all. The yeah, dark, but yours is lit up. It's going to look like Home Alone. Kevin McAllister or whatever. There's going to be people dancing. There's going to be you know Jingle Bell Rock playing in the background. We're going to look like we're having a party. And all the other neighbors are sad because they don't have electricity. It's <laughs> <laughs> my fantasy. Well, not really. Dorks. <laughs> That's what they get. <laughs> all right. When we come back, you know, they uh, came out with the new word of the year. Let's uh, discuss the word of the year coming up after the break. And was life better without the Internet? There was a study that answers that question. But I think we all know the answer to that. I'm Ryan Recker, filling in for Annie Fry. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to 97.1 FM Talk. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Did you see that uh, Jimmy Carter showed up for Rosalind's service in Georgia? I did, yeah. it's Boy, he is... Uh, he's, he's 99 yeah. uh, in hospice care. Uh, they have oh, him covered in, in a blanket. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he's been in hospice for like 10 months. Oh. Uh, he's been in it a long time. But he showed up, does not look like the Jimmy Carter... Like, if you were to show me a picture of this uh, man in the wheelchair, I would not have been able to associate that with Jimmy Carter. Looks a lot different than his traditional look. Well, I don't think he's been seen by the public in, what, a year, probably, at least? Um, who knows what's going on under that blanket? But, of course, being married 77 years, what was it? It was a long time. And he's 99 years old. Um, you know, if, if you think about yourself, you wouldn't want to miss that. I mean, you're wife's funeral so i'm sure there was every anything they could have done to make that happen they did it and considering that he doesn't have long on this world himself i'm guessing that there wasn't anything that was going to stop them from going you know yeah so that's uh, an emotional moment seeing those photos from earlier today um and what's going on with that being able to say goodbye to his wife very emotional. I'm Ryan Recker filling in for Annie Fry in 97.1 FM Talk. Did you see what the word of the year is by Miriam Webster? No, I haven't it's seen it. Authentic. Authentic. Okay. I feel like we've gone through some pretty bad ones. Like, remember yeah. when the word of the year was twerking and things like yeah. that? They always picked, like, something that was in pop culture that the kids were using. And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, everyone's twerking now. So I guess that's the word of the year. This is authentic. And the reason they picked it is because they say, you know, when you want to authenticate yourself online, something that's made from, you know, a real person, not artificial intelligence. When there's some sort of identity issue, it's authentic. Authentic. That is the actual word of the year. Say it's legit. Authentic. I. You know <laughs> what? My problem with this is not that I thought that the word of the year was supposed to be a new word because that, that's what I assumed it was supposed to be something that it wasn't around in a previous generation and now it is and now that's why it's the word of the year because it's newer. Uh, yeah. I'm fine with authentic. The problem is people, Miriam Webster. You too, if you guys are listening. <laughs> it is only November. You can't give me oh. the word of the year in November when there's still a whole month left. There's one twelfth of the year that you have not analyzed yet. You can't give me the word of the year unless you're doing November through November. If that's what they're doing, I'll give them that. We'll, so we'll see. No, it's because they take the end of the year off. They're slackers. But you want to hear one of the uh, follow-up words, as in one of the runner-ups? Sure. Riz. R I Z. Oh man, I think of Brad. Right in front of me every time I hear that word. So I got that Riz. <laughs> Wait, you know what that means? That's the first I've heard of it. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's, it's short for charisma. Oh. But you use it for chatting up a lady. Oh, do you? Is that the context? He's, he's rizzing her up. Oh. Yeah. All the, uh, all the you know, Gen Z and, and Alpha out there, they're all just like slapping their foreheads at me saying this. But it's it's charisma. It's about having that it thing that everybody wants. It's, it's that Riz. That's a weird word. That's in the other uh, runner-up was indict. <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> okay, indict. Yeah, indict. like indictment. Um, another runner-up, deep fake. Deep fake. Pretty what, good what, one. What about uh, drip? Was that on there? <laughs> That's another one that every time I see it, I think of Brad because he uses these words. I got that drip. <laughs> like that. Like, wait, so do you have the drip or do you have the riz? Which yes, one? Both. What oh, is both? drip? Define drip. <laughs> drip is fashion. 
I saw that on an ad when I was in Florida this weekend. It's dripping with dripping with style. And it looked like the ad was about three years old and kind of faded. And I still <laughs> wanted to take a picture. Yeah, and drip send it is to you. old. I don't think anybody really uses it anymore. <laughs> okay. You know, if I were to look up some of the new slang and say the words without knowing what they are, I, you know, I, anymore, it could be 50-50. It could be something dirty that kids use today in a dirty way, or it could be something totally innocent like charisma. I would have no idea. Yeah, right. Because if you say drip, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that guy has prostate issues. But no, it's yeah. fashion. You have good fashion if you have drip. It's like your nose is running, so you need a handkerchief. Mm -hmm. uh, or like Riz, when someone says they got Riz, I'm thinking like, is that their buddy's name? Is that like an 80s? Like, oh, it's it's just Riz. Yeah. Don't worry about him. Just like Kirk Cameron's friend on that show, his name was Boner. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> now you're like, no, I don't think they would do that now. Oh, you've been waiting to use that one. Um, is that Rizzo the name of the, the rat on uh, the Muppets? Maybe. It is Riz, isn't it? Rizzo. And it's the friend on, in Greece. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, Riz yeah. something. There was a um, there was a story in the Atlantic that asked the question: Is life better without the internet? So if you think back, I feel lucky because at least part of my childhood involved no internet, and the internet later came around. If I you know when I first got uh, into school, our computer lab had Apple twos. I remember those. Yeah, when I left school, we still had Apple twos. Our school was a poor Catholic school. So they couldn't mine. afford new computers. So we had the Apple IIs from the 80s all the way up until the late 90s. They were still using the <laughs> yeah. Apple IIs. And all the kids fought over which floppy disk they could get, including Oregon Trail or Carmen Sandiego. Those were the only two good ones. The rest were learning, like, here's how to type. And they were all terrible games. So when I got to high school, they actually had a computer lab with more modern computers, maybe three years old at that point, but that was still pretty modern. And the internet, I don't think I got the actual internet in my house until I was in high school. And what a game changer that was to be able to go to different websites, connect with different people, the, the endless possibilities of the way your house was now connected to the world was something that was just eye opening to a kid. But a lot of my childhood memories were before internet and even before cell phone was in everyone's pocket. So you had to be actually sitting in front of a computer to do this and dedicate your time to that. But there was a lot more tempting things to do, as in go play with your friends, go hang out with your friends, go play sports, go do whatever else in the world. And the computer was just there when you're home and bored and it was, you know, nothing else to do. Now it's the complete opposite. Everyone's so addicted to these things and drawn to them. It is a time suck and they cannot pry themselves away with it, even with incentives, because that's all they want to do. It's such a psychological thing that they have chained themselves to. So the, the question was asked, is life really better with the internet or without? And most people agree life would be better without the internet. And I would say this may be the only study I agree with in most parts that you see online. I might push um, back against that a little bit, though, because I think that like whenever we think about the Internet, I mean, we're really focused in on the social media. A lot of what you described there is social media. But whenever you think about the information sharing that goes on and the ability, I mean, think about this. Like you're able because of the Internet, you're able to make a phone call when you get a flat tire. Because of the internet, you're able to your doctor is able to consult other doctors across the country whenever you're having an issue. He's be he's he has the vast knowledge of the rest of the medical world at his fingertips because he can research whatever symptoms that you have. So these mm -hmm. weird diseases that are like one in four hundred million or whatever. 
they can find the answers to those. There's somebody else's out there. You, you're able to c- tap into the collective knowledge of the human race. And, and I think that's a huge thing that I don't think we even realize how much of an impact the Internet has on our lives. Ooh. You know what? There is a lot of good, and, and, and we, we forget the good because of the bad. Yeah. I mean, that's with anything. You, you, you read one bad review of a restaurant, and you go, well, that must be the way that restaurant is, even though there's 40 people who yeah. just went there today who had fine experiences. Who didn't type anything. Did, yeah. But I, that's, that's very interesting that you say that. I'm hitting on kind of a bigger issue here, but we talked. I talked with my friend Roy about this this weekend. Um, we don't use maps anymore, nope. and you don't remember how to get anywhere because of it, you, you you rely fully on the navigation system to tell you how to get somewhere. So if somebody goes, well, how'd you get here? Which way'd you take? You go, uh, I don't even I know. Turn left when it told yeah. me to turn left. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but isn't isn't that speaking to basically the bigger issue? Because we're talking about kids not having the attention spans they used to and all this stuff with the internet. That really, it's that they don't need to store things in their short-term memory anymore. That's a big problem. That you don't need well, to have, you don't need to remember a lot of information because it's all there all the time. Do you have Do you have your uh, childhood phone number still memorized? Some of them. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, not all yeah. of them. Well, okay, so that that is the argument, essentially, that we are learning how to find the information, but we're not learning the information. Yes, yes. So, yeah. So when you talk about the GPS thing, there's people like me that just don't like to turn the GPS feature on my phone because I think that's a privacy issue. I don't want websites or apps to be able to know my coordinates. That's stupid to me that that's even required in some circles that you'd have to be able to give that information up voluntarily. So I say, I'll just figure it out. And it drives my wife nuts because if we're going to a new place, I'll look it up where it's on the map and I'll get an idea where it's at. And I'll say, okay, I think I know where we're going. And then I'll just do it. And she hates that because, you know, we miss the place four times out of 10 (laughs) and we'll drive by and I'll have to turn around or whatever. And it drives her nuts. But, you know, that's me trying to learn where something is if I don't know where it's already at. Um, As for the greater problem with the Internet, I so let's say there is some sort of catastrophic event that wipes out the Internet or the electric grid. Um, how much would you actually be able to function as an adult or a human without access to it? And I think for some people, they would be able to. And a lot of people, they would be absolutely debilitated. They wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. that That's where I think you have to start realizing that maybe it's doing more harm than good. Or maybe we're not using the tool the way we should. I mean, your your brain's a muscle, and if you're yeah. using it to store information in a certain way, like we did before before we had the internet, the generation that is basically us and up um, have lived life as adults without the internet. Mm-hmm. I think we would probably be better off because we still would have that capability. Mm-hmm. We're not using mm-hmm. that muscle as much as we should, but we would still have the capability, whereas people who below well, us never even developed well, that. It's, it's problem solving and stuff like that might be an issue. Um, so, I mean, the original question was, would society be better without it? I don't know that it mm-hmm. would, though. Still, I still think that it's, I think it overall it has been a, a plus for society, even though, you know, you get the, the bad things that come along with it. The social media is the, you know, all of yeah. that is, is the attention span thing to me is a right. big one. Well, and the other side of that is too, it's the internet is almost like an amplification device. It amplifies the human you know, experience. 
and it amplifies everything, the good and the deep, dark secrets that nobody wants to talk about yeah. that we have as humans. And it, it just gets pasted everywhere for everybody to see. Yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back, I want to discuss this YouTube poll that's going on. There's still time to vote in it, and it has to do with Hunter Biden in testifying. Some new news is out that he is willing to do so. Should it be public? Should it be private? That's the big question. Let's discuss that coming up in the next segment. I'm Ryan Recker filling in for Annie Fry on 97.1 FM Talk. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And welcome back. I'm Ryan Recker filling in for Annie Fry's pleasure to be here with you today. And you mentioned the YouTube live chat poll, which Hunter Biden testimony would pose a greater threat to Joe Biden, closed doors or public hearing. People can go and vote on that. Now, the results of that will be posted later before we uh, end the show in about an hour. But it's an interesting question. Originally, I thought, okay, um, a public hearing would be the best way to handle this. And I didn't realize that there are people that don't want this to be a public hearing. In some cases, the committee that is investigating wants this to be closed doors, which I don't know why. I I guess I don't understand uh, if it's Republicans that want to try to get this information out there. Why would they want this to be a closed door hearing? So I think that a public hearing would be the way to go if you really want to get the truth out there. And that would be damaging to Joe Biden. But Maybe people look at it different ways. What do you guys think? Well, I'm one of those ones that look at it a different way. I think for it to be an effective thing, my big concern was is if you have Hunter Biden on the stand in public, all you're going to have is a bunch of people, Republicans and Democrats, fighting for that 60 second, you know, soundbite, hmm. that thing, that piece of video that they can get out there that they can then run for run for office on. Maybe that makes more sense for Republicans and in, in, in a way that would hurt or pose a greater threat to Joe Biden because it would hurt his chances of retaking the House should he win the presidency again. But I really my whole thing with the Hunter Biden thing is that that Hunter Biden and the big guy and all that other stuff that all stinks to high heaven. And I want to get to the bottom of what the truth is. I don't I don't necessarily need Joe Biden to be guilty. But I need to know what's really going on because it doesn't look good. And I think that you can have more substantive uh, investigative questions whenever it's not a big show. And then you can 
compile your report and release your report afterwards or release a transcript even afterwards and, and get the information out there. And then that way you don't have people that are just trying to, you know, make a big show about it. I come at this differently than both of you, I think, because I think nothing will happen to Joe Biden legally. So the only ramifications for him, if there is, if they can connect the dots, I mean, you, you've you already connected, everybody's already connected the dots. It's yeah. just, can you legally connect those dots straight to him? James Comer says, yes, you can. Uh, we've got the proof. We've got him actually receiving money from some of these foreign business transactions. I think that you almost need it to be public for it to register so that he can face political consequence for it because I don't think he's going to face legal consequence for it. Here's a weird thing, though, a little curveball, is that his attorneys, as in Hunter Biden's attorneys, want this to be a public hearing. Yeah. So you'd think that if it was going to be better for him behind closed doors, they would want that. But they think that they're saying, well, we've seen you use closed door sessions to manipulate, even distort the facts and misinform the public. We therefore propose opening the door, his attorneys wrote in a letter. So I, that's that's a weird curve, I think, that they want it to be a public testimony. But I do think that it would register more with the voting public, which is really ultimately what matters here, if it's a public testimony. I wonder, too... Um You'd be under oath in something like this, I would assume. Yeah. Yep. So he would have to answer truthfully. Is he just going to sandbag, not answer questions during this? And it just gives the ability for Republicans to openly ask the questions that he's not going to answer. Would he be more open to answering it in a more private setting? And you would get more truth out of it at that point. But here's what I don't want to happen. I don't want there to be a report that waits too long to come out after the election or something like that. I don't want this to be repressed and everyone ignore it because, oh, you know, the major networks will spend 30 seconds on it and then they'll go on a hit piece for Trump or something. You know, I really want the people to be able to have direct access to this. And this is the fastest way to do it. And even if it is closed doors, there's going to be grandstanding. Uh, essentially, they're going to have to make their points or at least they'll be able to reiterate the things that they bring up. I um. I, I'm very curious how he's going to handle some of these major scandals. And I don't know how you protect the big guy as directly about this and him to be under oath and to lie about it when there is direct evidence that it is Joe Biden. Um, or I don't know, maybe he doesn't show up. Who knows? There could be all kinds of different things that happen in these type of scenarios. Well, every law enforcement agency in the United States federal government is slow walking this thing. Yeah, They have been anybody who has touched it at all has been quarantined um, i mean they, they've had even in the irs they had whistleblowers come out and give testimony before congress saying yeah. look we were selected to investigate this and then they encased us in amber and wouldn't let us do yeah. anything we, we, we said can we do this like no yeah, yeah that's so, a scandal in itself exactly yeah. and so i i i think this is one of the only ways you're going to see people get any answers is to let them hear from Hunter, but not that he's going to get up there yeah. and go, well, Can you imagine, let me though, tell you the truth now that I, you know. Well, let me ask but. you guys this. If, if Hunter Biden gets up there and they ask him a question, he goes, under the advice of my and counsel of my attorney, I'm not going to answer that question. That's an he, answer. He just pleads the fifth. Does that hurt or help Joe Biden? That's got to hurt. Yeah, I would say it hurts him. I think that if that's what you have, him answering that over and over and over again, 
That's not a good look. So that's what the poll is. Uh, Which Hunter Biden testimony would pose a greater threat to Joe Biden? Closed doors or public hearing? Go vote on the YouTube page and uh, make sure we can tabulate those for the end of the show. We'll see which way you guys are thinking about this. Uh, Ryan Wiggins, did you say something happened over the weekend? It was, a, it was a life moment this weekend. I, I got to tell you, it was really, really amazing. So my son plays soccer, and he's been playing since he was a little bitty. And during COVID, actually, we joined Select Soccer because it was all that was open. All the rec was closed. So we got in early on Select Soccer. Uh, we've, we've qualified for nationals three years in a row. And so the last three Thanksgiving weekends, we've gone down to Florida twice. This year it was in Alabama. And we traveled down for the national tournaments in these 3v3s. And uh, we've never won a postseason game before. <laughs> so you get down there and you go, oh, man, we thought we were pretty good. And then you face national talent <laughs> and you go, okay, oh, well. Uh, the old eyes are open. <laughs> um, this year uh, we got into the postseason game. So Saturday is kind of the seeding day. And then Sunday you get into the post, or the actual bracket for the, the medals and everything. And they won the first game. And then they won the second game. And then they won the third game. And my son got to score the tying goal in that game. And then we went ahead. Or the go-ahead goal, sorry. And in the championship game uh, on Sunday, uh, we all were beside ourselves. Because we thought, well, if we could win a postseason game or just a game, like that would be better than the past, you know? And now here we are. We're in the championship game this weekend and uh, down 0-3 at half. And my my son, thankfully, he, he got to score the first goal. And then a different kid scored the second goal named Walker. And then third goal, my son scored to tie, tie the championship game. Whoa. Went into sudden death overtime, which apparently they call golden, golden goal. Golden goal. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, don't say, goal. you don't say sudden don't death. Don't say anymore, sudden death. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so golden goal overtime. And um, uh, we, won. We, we won. We won the national championship bracket there. And um, it was it, – that's, so, that's all fun, right? But – Ryan, the the parents, uh, I I specifically, I mean, I went so crazy when when we scored, and of course, when my own son scores the tying goal, like I'm losing my mind. And my parents are there; they had never been to one of these before. They just happened to drive down for this one. Like the the emotions of of having this happen when none of us were expecting, especially in such a dramatic fashion. Uh, I, I I was weird just walking around hugging people. You barely know some of these people, you know, like grandparents you never met before. <laughs> and uh, I, I the, the kid who scored the winning goal, his name is Blake. I, I patted his dad on the back, and, and he turned around to see who was patting him on the back, and he, he was his, his eyes were just full of tears, and, I mean, everybody's were. And I just – it was like, thank you, God, for this moment because it's one of those that – I have no idea if we'll ever even qualify for another tournament, let alone get there, you know, <laughs> and to experience this with my family on Thanksgiving weekend and the, the, the memories of this group of people feeling so close and just so excited together. I, I've just never been so proud of my son and not necessarily for the winning, but just because everybody was so grateful for it happening and everybody was really good sports that we played too. For the most part, we had one weird coach, but <laughs> uh, always but, the weird one. You know, I just, I, I just am sort of wanting to express publicly my gratitude 
for just being able to be a part of such an event, like my cosmic gratitude, because it's just one of those things that I think in my Beautiful. in my late years we'll be able to look back on and say what oh, an amazing uh, weekend, yeah. national Beautiful champion. moment. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you told your kid, you know what, winners get sprinkles. So you turned around <laughs> when you get yeah. the ice cream. Yeah, yeah all the sprinkles. You're all allergic to peanuts, but I'll even let you have those this weekend. <laughs> you can have whatever you want, kid. Oh, what a great moment. Aw, I love hearing that. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, uh, thanks for the minute there. You're uh, listening to The Annie Fry Show, 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.